Hi, everybody. This is Alan Fine, and I'm here with Simon Mayo, who's the event director of Proud Experiences, and we're in Brooklyn, and we're at the 2022 event, and we are going to talk about uh, how travel advisors can better understand and service the community. And this is Insider Travel Report. Simon, thanks for talking to us. Pleasure, Alan. Great to see you, and welcome to Proud Experiences 2022. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I was here in 19. Uh, in 18, I wasn't over uh, up across the pond, but let's talk a little bit about the history. I mean, for those who, who, who are uninitiated, what is Proud Experience? Sure, absolutely. So many people will know us uh, as the organizers of ILTM events, so International Luxury Travel Market, which we have in Cannes and in Riviera Maya at ILTM North America. Um, and actually, Proud Experiences was really born out of that, whereas on a, a, in a luxury level, we're talking about micro-personalized experiences on a daily basis. But at a premium price level, we weren't seeing that value being passed down to the LGBTQ traveler. So at top-notch, top-dollar uh, hotels, far too often, the LGBT traveler or LGBT family weren't feeling like they really belonged or felt welcome. So we said, how can we... How can we how That's can we amazing. I mean, welcome and belonging is the key to all of this. Well, absolutely. And luxury hotels think that that's what they're good at. Uh, definitely, and they're all brilliant at it. Um, they're all brilliant uh, hospitality uh, and treating everyone equally. But what we're talking about here is treating everyone differently, understanding the nuances and the small little touches and the differences that will really exceed the expectations of the LGBT traveler. And it may be as simple as uh, making sure the bathrobes are, uh, are right or making sure that the slippers or the flip-flops or the welcome note is written to Mr. and Mr. or Mrs. and Mrs. or to... Or not at all. The family. Yes, yes. Uh, Etc. Wow. So those, those little touches and making sure that staff have done sensitivity training so they know to, how to address someone or ask someone how they would like to be referred to. Ask someone how they would like the beds to be arranged as opposed to, are you sure it's a, a double bed? You're, or not, a you're, so, you're getting ahead of me, but so <laughs> travel advisors listen closely because uh, it begins with you. This, these nuances and you knowing your guests well enough and you want to give them the best possible uh, vacation. <clears throat> so it's important to pass that information along to the supplier. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the word we're using a lot this week is safety. And of course, travel, as we know, is our most precious spend in terms of time and money. Um, some people save up all year round to go on a trip of a lifetime. And it really needs to be very special. And a travel advisor can make sure that an LGBT traveler, an LGBT family, really does go to the right place, stay in the right destination in a city, and stay at the right hotel. Let's talk about that, because a, a, a hotel or supplier can say that they're friendly, but that could just be marketing, and they're not really genuine, and the community is very savvy. Uh, what should the travel advisor be looking for ahead of the guest to make sure it's, you know, they're not just saying that they're welcoming? No, definitely. And, and I think uh, the travel advisor needs to have an open and honest conversation with the hotelier. Well, right. first of all, they need to have an open and honest conversation with, the, okay. with their clients right, right. and really understand, are the clients comfortable to talk about their sexuality or, or is it even relevant to talk about it? I 
think sometimes what we say is you don't need to say, oh, it's an LGBT couple. You just need to say it's a couple. Uh, so treat them as a couple or they are a family. Treat them as a family. Uh, and then, of course, they need to uh, be able to communicate that to the hotels. If it's a simple booking and a simple reservation made through uh, GDS or, or, or online, etc., then there's no way that the hotelier will know. Um, so they need to be able to have that relationship. Then they need to uh, make sure that the hotel really is open in terms of minds and hearts uh, to this community. Look at some of their marketing. Look at their social media. Is there well, social Sometimes media? you can tell right away, but sometimes it's very subtle. It's not till you're there. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. And I think, you know, just by being here, some of the many of these exhibitors here are saying, we want to learn. We want to make sure that experience is great because, of course, LGBT people are traveling everywhere. They're going to many, many different hotels, etc. And they are very vocal about their feelings about a property amongst their allies and community and their network, which will be wide online and off. You just brought up a, another question I have, which is, is it true, and I know the answer is yes, that the, the LBG, uh, that the community is, is always the first to bounce back with travel? Yeah, definitely. I'm, the thing about the LGBT community is they love to travel because we're open-minded people who... I was going to ask you why. Yeah, keep going. Exactly. So, you know, uh, open-minded people who love to discover uh, different cultures, right. different people with... Differences are the point. A hundred percent. We're the antithesis of closed-mindedness um, and and making making cultural changes making cultural differences so uh, that's why we travel a lot we like to connect with other people from our own community that doesn't mean we like to go to exclusively gay destinations or or gay hotels but or even gay parties gay bars but we, we just like to go to places that we know we're going to connect with like-minded people which is what any traveler will do right, as right. well um, what do you see as the upcoming trends for the travel in the community? Well, I think um, the community has been very traditionally going to places where they feel safe. So quite often they'll choose a beach city destination because uh, safety in numbers, uh, but you still get that, that beach uh, vibe. But I, I, I see the community traveling everywhere, far and wide these days, uh, and being very open nature. Uh, and, and of course, the, you know, the community is not just young. Uh, it it really, aging. exactly, we traveling and we were talking about this yesterday with, with Kelly Carpenter from our family, one of our speakers. She was saying she originally started her business as a, a, a LGBT family business. Now, uh, all of those families are now empty nesters already. So her business is evolving to, to cater to the needs of these uh, people. But I think you know the trends are the same as any other trends in the sense that people are looking for nature. They're looking for well-being. Their values have changed. Uh, the digital nomad aspect. Uh, so we're never going to get our arms around this because change is inevitable. The families change. Yeah. Uh, the recognition of other lifestyles continues to evolve and change. Exactly. And we talked yesterday about uh, the Armageddon-sized awakening that happened post-George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement. And I think the awareness around the world of diversity and inclusion has changed enormously. If we look at the trans community and the awareness of trans community has become enormous. And the way the trans community is now traveling, uh, 
uh, is growing as well. So, uh, yeah, we're in, a, we're in constant evolution. Well, is there going to be more letters added to the list, do you think? <laughs> uh, the plus covers it, I think. Well, the plus covered it before, and then more letters got added. So yeah, exactly. Well, and, and I think I like the concept of Q, because it really just covers everything. Right. And I think, you know, Harry's... Well, doesn't that offend someone, that the Q covers everything? Well, no, I think that in the if we talk to Gen Z, if you talk to my nieces, okay. uh, if you, you know, Harry Styles, who refuses to label his sexuality, that for me is very much the, the Gen Z, uh, the Qs of this world who say, no, this, we are diversity and inclusion. This is our language. Uh, this is how we live. And this is how we expect to be treated uh, as such. Let's go back to uh, the, the conference itself. Um, so started in England. Yes came here for two events and no more now you're going to LA so yeah we, we say we were born in London right. blossomed in Brooklyn oh. uh, and we're now gonna go west to Los Angeles and we're very excited and uh, and I say I love the power of the community the power of uh, our, our travel community in that we were introduced to Los Angeles by our friends at NYC and company oh. uh, who who have a great relationship uh, East Coast West Coast relationship with Los Angeles and Los Angeles is uh, is clearly a great place for for, for this for this exactly <laughs> you know you look at the amount of entertainment business that comes out of LA uh, if you look at the amount of uh, film media oh, no, I'm, I'm totally with you and I have lived there myself but but is is uh, San Francisco too obvious <laughs> uh, do you know what? We, we, we're constantly looking at many many destinations and we thankfully we have a great relationship with our core, right. have a great relationship with Fairmont, and we're going to right, be at the right. Fairmont Century Plaza, uh, and you know it's home to many award ceremonies, so it has the space that we need to grow and, and blossom even further. So, can we assume that this will travel? Ah, it, we're hoping to be in Los Angeles for a couple of years as oh, well, so like this. So we're here two years, maybe two years there, and then yeah, who knows where the future will take us? Yeah. And what we what are you hoping to achieve at this conference? I, I really hope we make real change, to be honest with well, you. Every conference. Yeah, we, we sat there, but I sat there last night. I listened to the personal raw stories we heard from a Filipino transgender uh, supermodel who moved to the right. U.S. as an immigrant in 2005 and how she you know, was out of the closet in, in, in the Philippines, came back into the closet in the U.S. when she became a model uh, and uh, came back out of the closet again. I, and we really want to influence the younger generation to make them feel like they actually belong everywhere. So if we can educate our check-in staff, if we can educate, uh, if we can see more people of color in positions of leadership, with more women in positions of leadership, if we can celebrate our LGBT uh, people in positions of leadership, and that filters down throughout the staff uh, as well, because uh, living those experiences you can deliver a, uh, a better experience yourself so that i would i would like to see more diverse uh hotels and more diverse experiences for the travelers who who come to those hotels and destinations and i would love to see uh destinations that haven't been lgbt friendly making a real change because they know it's economically important to change uh, uh not just no, no, uh, socially we, important I, 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 there's a whole topic there that we could discuss but I, I i don't know if it's relevant to the travel advisor but the the, the suppliers should be 
well aware of the the spending that is available to them if they just join uh, but now what I'd like to conclude with is that we have over a hundred thousand travel advisors yeah. some are selling yep. to the community some are afraid to don't know how um, what's your advice you're right they actually have LGBT yeah, clients I'm sure of that as well. so my, my question is uh, uh, what's your advice to them so it's a two-part question. What's your advice to the ones already selling? What should they be doing? And then the ones who want to get involved, what should they do? I think the travel advisor today knows that they're an invaluable uh, resource to their clients uh, and really getting to know their clients uh, incredibly well, talking to them about how their experience was at each and every trip, each and every hotel. Ask them what their pain points are. Ask them what their concerns about safety when traveling are is so you can really make sure that you're nailing it. Into well, they're used to the safety question now because of COVID, so it's just yes. an extension. Exactly that, 100%. So, you know, and, and we talk here quite often, traveling as a solo traveler uh, to, I don't know, a destination in the Middle East as a gay man may not matter so much. Um, traveling as a, as a couple uh, is a whole different story. So um, understanding those, those different needs for different reasons, travel, yeah. So... Uh, Getting involved, how is there? Should they be going to a website? Do you recommend? Yeah, absolutely. Come to ProudExperiences.com, uh, and we've got hundreds of great speakers, uh, great content, and great contacts here as well. And that will keep get them informed, so they feel better able to handle the situation. I hope so. Certainly hope so. And feel free to reach out directly, and we we want to help, and we want to make a difference, and 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 change. So any questions that I can help with, or certainly put them in the right direction, I will happily do that for anyone who. Simon, thank you for talking to us. Thank you, Alan. Really appreciate it. Good luck with the conference. Great. Cheers. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.